coached hundreds of businesses and even the ones who were already at really high six figures or already at seven figures, they would come to me believing they needed a specific thing. And then I was really excited. So I was like, oh, we're going to fix some complicated thing, you know, some big complex thing. And when I would go in and do my audit, the thing that needed fixing was always something really foundational. This is the Launch Your Business podcast, because we know starting a business is challenging, but it doesn't have to be confusing. Each week, we'll give you the tactical advice and the necessary tools to scale your business without feeling burnt out. I'm Terry Rice, business development consultant and staff writer here at Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's dive in. Sally, how's it going today? It's going good. It's going good. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad because I'm talking to you right now. And... Can you just go ahead and introduce yourself? I think that would be beneficial for context before we hop into the rest of the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I am a business growth strategist. I help entrepreneurs and small businesses get from the one to $5 million range in revenue, profitably, of course, and also a certified mindset coach and 25-year-long entrepreneur. Awesome. So... I want to get into what you're doing now in a moment, but can you just go back to the beginning of your career? Because I think it'll help some people listening realize that you don't have to stay stuck in a current occupation, even if you're really good at it. So do you mind just going back to the beginning, just kind of walking us through your career in general? Oh my gosh. I mean, talk about not staying stuck in things. So I started my first like real serious business when I think I was about 23 and that was a fashion line which was amazing because I learned about the importance of understanding production, supply chain, logistics, like the stuff about business that a lot of people want to avoid. I learned that early on and how painful it is. Uh, then I went and got an MBA after running that company for nine years. And I always say it ran me into the ground. So ironically, now that's what I help a lot of entrepreneurs do is not allow their businesses to run them into the ground. I got an MBA and when you and I met, I had kind of worked my way from startups to corporate sales and partnerships back into startups. And when you and I met, I was a COO at a mm -hmm. tech startup, but starting to coach and consult on the side because I really had built a business there that was pretty stable and I was kind of bored. And so I started coaching and consulting people on the side because what I'd like to do is build businesses. So once a business is built and working, I start to go, well, who, who can I help? What can I do? Um, so I've pivoted many times and you helped me in the very, very beginning actually begin to think about even positioning myself and how to position myself as a business coach and consultant for helping businesses grow. So that's evolved over time. Like now I have my own proprietary framework because I've coached hundreds and hundreds of businesses, several into the seven figures, and I've created a, my own framework that I now use to walk people through a framework, but still gives them their own custom strategy. Because I really believe that different businesses need different things and everyone deserves to have the business that works for them. Probably your business model doesn't work for me. And I, you have four kids, so I'm pretty sure my business model doesn't work for you. Um, so that's kind of how I've evolved over time. I appreciate the fact that you learned it, lived it, and now you're teaching it because there are so many coaches out there like, oh, I'm going to help you grow your business or I'm going to help you whatever, but they haven't actually grown a business. They just learn how to coach, <laughs> right? Which I think is important to learn those skills, but it's also you need like, you know, actual lived experience. So I'm glad you're doing that. But 
you hinted at this framework, and I know all our listeners are going to be upset if they don't hear about this framework. So do you mind, do you mind walking through that, please? Yeah. So I like what you said. What happens is sometimes people hit success doing one thing, and then they think that they can coach others to do it that way. And business doesn't work that way, and growth doesn't actually work that way. So the framework is called the Grown-Ass Business Framework. <laughs> and what it is is basically, you've probably seen this yourself, I've coached hundreds of businesses, and even the ones who are already at really high six figures or already at seven figures, they would come to me believing they needed a specific thing, right? And then I was really excited. So I was like, oh, we're going to fix some complicated thing, you know, some big complex thing. And when I would go in and do my audit, the thing that needed fixing was always something really foundational. Mm-hmm. And I was like, womp, womp, it's just product market fit again. Or it's, oh, profitability again. Oh, or like understanding your sales pipeline and how to follow up with a sales pipeline, how to use it, you know, foundational things every single time. So um, at the end of last year, I was like, what if I just addressed all those foundational things so that we're much further along and growing faster? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what the grown-ass business framework is based on, is understanding what are the fundamentals first that you have to have in place. And then from there, when that's solid, then you can go into creating a marketing machine and automations and delegating and scaling and moving yourself out of the business. Everybody wants to do those sexy things first. But the reason you fall apart in exhaustion and burnt out and overwhelm is because you haven't built the foundation to handle that. So um, the the foundational part of this framework, you're going to love this. It's number one, what is your business vision, which you and I have talked about a lot. And it's a business vision isn't one sentence. And it's actually a document that guides every other decision. And it's actually a document you share publicly and you share with your team. And then what is product market fit and how do you get it? What is a profitable pricing strategy, right? How do you build sales projections and sales plan and a sales pipeline off of that? How do you build a simple marketing plan? So I have the one page marketing plan in there. And then um, what is this? How do you use a CRM to follow up with your leads? Because you're always sitting on money and a lot of times they're in your sales pipeline or your system or your CRM. And if you don't have one, you don't know where your leads are. It's like those old commercials. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your leads are? Remember that commercial? You and I are old enough to know that commercial. Um, And then what are the KPIs that you actually need to be tracking? Because we're all confused by KPIs and metrics. So therefore we ignore them. And yeah. And cash cash flow sheet is in there as well. So we cover just all the foundational pieces before you can do the whole delegating yourself out of your business and scaling and all that stuff. Starting a new business can be daunting. There are a lot of details and things get complex fast. Is it possible there's an easier way to get the technology you need to start strong? It is with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. You get the largest, fastest, reliable network or small business advanced cybersecurity, and Comcast Business Mobile, all from one provider, so you can hit the ground running. Crucial conference call made from the road? No problem. Uploading that massive file from the client? Bring it. Help blocking cyber threats before they even get to you? Easy. With a complete connectivity solution, you'll be ready. It's anchored by their powerful business internet, with advanced speeds and the company with 99.9% network reliability. 
And they have the internet and advanced cybersecurity to help keep you and your customers' data safe and secure. Plus, Comcast Business Mobile with a reliable 5G network nationwide. It's wireless that works for you. The complete connectivity solution has your needs covered. Fast, reliable internet you can count on, cybersecurity to help keep all the internet-connected devices safe, and mobile to conduct business anywhere. Plus, whether you're a new or established business, Comcast Business offers the same products and services that grow as you grow. And it's all powered by the company with the next-generation 10G network. One solution for all your business technology needs? With the complete connectivity solution, it's not just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Call for details. There are two reasons why I like this a lot. First of all, the name is great. Uh, but second of all, I know what it's like to be bored by your audience's problems. And I don't say that to be rude, but there are some things that are just so easy for you to figure out, even explaining them is is boring, but it's, it's good information for your audience to have. So that's why I have online courses that go through the basics. Then when we're talking in real time, we can talk about how to apply it to you, to you directly. And what I often find, I think you find as well, is there's like mindset issues that mm -hmm. are stopping them from implementing the information they mm -hmm. have, which is why that, that coaching comes in handy so much. But um, you're, you're forcing people to do the difficult, boring things first, mm -hmm. which I appreciate because it's fun trying to figure out what kind of social media platform to use or how to make reels go viral and all that stuff. It's hard trying to figure out your cash flow and your product mm -hmm. market fit. All those terms seem scary. And I think a lot of people, they're not really fit to do that because their zone of genius is like maybe they're really good at you know whatever they, they did at their corporate job. But when they try to monetize that externally, it's like there's all these other things they never to deal with that are brought up. So they need someone like you to say, look, let's get this grown ass business running and then you can focus on your zone of genius without worrying about all the other things that might hold you up from being profitable. So I love this. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned mindset. So I do things opposite. A lot of mindset coaches say it's all mindset and mindset first. Mm -hmm. and, and what I say is it is all mindset solid business foundations first. So what happens when we cover those business foundations and I do it with you, you are going to see in what departments and what pillars your mindset stops you. Mm -hmm. And then you get to see for yourself like, oh, is that a, a number? Like, oh, it turns out figuring out my numbers is actually really easy. So I just have a mindset issue around money and numbers and looking at my numbers. It's not that the numbers are hard. And that's where I like to play with mindset is, Let's get that, let's do that business stuff first. And then what's gonna happen when we do that, make it solid is your mindset is gonna bubble to the surface and then we can address it. Let's, um, let's go deeper on that because I talk about money mindset quite often because when I first started my business, I was not charging nearly enough. I was charging like 40 bucks an hour, whereas now I'm at 700, um, so, so things have gone better. But um, what's a common, issue people have around pricing that might be related to mindset that, that you've experienced? Around price. So there's the classic, oh, I can't possibly raise my prices. So there, so that doesn't have to do with the price of something and the value of something that has to do with self-worth. Right? Or mm -hmm. what I'm seeing a lot now is, well, my coach told me this, this product is supposed to be at around 5K, let's say. Someone has put a sticker on my offer and now I just have to like somehow get up the courage to say it's 5K or even better. I saw a pricing sheet 
somebody shares a lead magnet of prices of the going rate for a consultant, mm. the going rate for a marketer, the going rate for. And so now, because I saw a pricing sheet, I'm somehow supposed to start charging that for my offer. And the thing is, the thing around pricing is if your body doesn't believe it, if your mind doesn't believe the price, if you're going to go, you wouldn't have gone from $40 to $700 and been like, yeah, here we go. I'm $700 now. But a lot of people are getting this advice of like, just raise your prices, just raise your prices, just raise your prices. Well, your mind and your body actually needs to catch up to that. And so that's mm -hmm. the mindset of it. So what I do is use tools for your mind and body to catch up to the reality of what your pricing needs to be. Number one, we do a simple exercise. Profitability, let's look at your costs. Let's look at your cost of living. Let's see how much money you need to make in your business to cover your expenses and not just to break even, but to actually live life. So that starts to create evidence for your brain of, oh, I can't charge $40 an hour anymore because I would have to serve 100 people a month to make enough money to just cover my expenses. That's crazy town. Now we're providing evidence for your mind to go, yeah, that $40, that's low, right? It's really hard to get somebody to go from 40 to even 400 because they don't, they don't, there's self-worth issues in there. There's belief in there. There's the mindset is, that's what I call like when your mindset is um, getting intertwined with strategy. And then it's really hard to just create a clear strategy or make a clear business decision. So I use tools to show your mind, oh yeah, 40 is too low. But what I do also have is people who suddenly put a really high sticker price on their offer because someone told them to, and then they're not selling and they're not closing. And then they're like, oh, well, maybe people just don't want what I have to offer. That's the other end of the spectrum. So there's two ends of the spectrum. Oh, I'm not good enough. I suck at business. People don't want my offer because I'm not selling. No, it's just that now you've priced yourself out of your audience. You suddenly priced yourself out of the market that knows you and the people who know you. You don't know how to speak to that higher paying audience yet. You're probably not in the right rooms or on the right stages or in the right platforms to speak to them, but you've suddenly put a new price on your offer because someone told you to. Also a mindset thing. Because again, we need to do the work to create the evidence that you can charge that 5K for your group program or whatever it is, right? So it can, the mindset on money can play on both extremes of, of the spectrum. You know what's interesting, on the other side where people are charging too much, I've realized some people will raise their rates, but they don't raise their standards in how they conduct themselves and how they present themselves. And to your point, there's a misalignment there. So you can say I'm worth $5,000, but if you don't act like someone's worth $5,000, then it ain't gonna work, right? And people can kind of tell when you're faking it just because you Googled how much to charge or someone told you this. So I think that's uh, that's a good thing you're calling out here, and I don't I don't like to heavily endorse people on the show, but I feel like you have a very good combination of just knowing the nuts and bolts of business, but also going into the mindset piece. But you're just truly an empathetic person too, so it's like this triple threat where you have all these tools, but also just naturally want to help people. So I, I just know that anyone who partners with you uh, would get a lot of value from that. But I'm wondering if you feel comfortable sharing any examples of people that you've worked with in the past. And it doesn't have to be a dollar amount, but maybe the, the outcomes they've experienced as a result of that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I literally received a text from a client of mine who did the Grown Ass Business Accelerator earlier this year, like literally right before we got on this call. That's why I'm all in a happy mood. <laughs> because she just texted me a graph of her revenue growth and said 15% profitability is up. We have 15% higher profitability than last year. We've also had 32% growth and I'm working less. And she literally said, it actually feels weird to work this little. And I'm like, love it. We just did all the things I claim that I do, right? Grow the business, grow the profitability, grow your revenue, but also work less. And I just told her, let yourself feel the weirdness until it doesn't feel weird anymore to now be working less. But one of her things is one of my key pillars that I teach. Her and her husband run a production company and they had like 14 offers on their menu and yeah. only two of them were actually really profitable. So they yeah. were selling a bunch of offers, spinning out and over delivery, and they hadn't really realized that over time, only two or three of those offers were actually making them money. So we just created a whole new offer suite of the three core packages that people typically buy and made sure those three offers are actually profitable. So they're only selling three offers now and they've grown revenue and grown profitability. There you go. Yeah, it's funny, just that one thing saying, okay, what am I selling? How much am I making off of it? And can I do this 80-20 thing where I can focus on the 20% that's making the 80% of the revenue? So that stuff, like when you, when you hear it, it sounds simple, but until you actually work with someone, to expose those blind spots and opportunities, it can be challenging to see them. So for everyone listening, how can they learn more about you and potentially work with you if, they, if they'd like to? So an easy way to find me is just go to grownassbusiness.com because then you don't have to remember how to spell my name. Or if you are an Instagram fan, you can find me at I am Don Celia, D-O-N-C-E-L-I-A. Uh, and I always have a cool menu of offers and things there. Awesome. Sally, this has been amazing. Thank you very much for this. I'm learning as I'm talking to you and I just appreciate you and, and the impact you have on the entire entrepreneur community. So thanks for that. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Apply what you've learned on today's show. You'll find the show notes and more resources at terryrice.co backslash podcast. Again, that's terryrice.co backslash podcast. And the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, telling a friend, and leaving a review. Also, you can get more tips by following me on Instagram at It's Terry Rice or follow me on LinkedIn. This episode was produced by Josh Wilcox of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and edited by Dan Lardy. Special thanks to my wife, Dominique, for keeping our kids relatively quiet as I recorded. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.